0: Welcome to the Sports Nuts, your quick fix for sports. Brought to you by Auto Body in Bartelzo, Illinois. The law officer, Bill J. Milner in Salem, Illinois. Cindy Quinn, real estate agent for Midwest Farm and Land Company. And Odds GM. And also, Kenny White Sports. That's right, KennyWhiteSports.com. And I've got the Wizard of Odds with me here. And, you know, Kenny, these football, uh, the NFL playoffs... The picture, uh, it's getting a little bit more clear as as we're down to the last week, week 18. We've never been here before, but we're here now. And, you know, the Saints are the only team that is, you know, a, a dark horse, I guess. I know I was saving that for later in the show, but are they the biggest dark horse out there or is it another team?
1: We're, we're down to the final. Uh, last week it was amazing. Uh, only one AFC team had clinched and only a couple. I guess it was three or four four NFC teams that clinched. Now we're up to six looking for that final spot. And the Saints, uh, uh, I don't know if they're a dark horse or not, um, but they're in a good situation that uh, they, they're, they're going to win their football game this week. They're just well coached. I think they're, they're in a good spot. And San Francisco up against the, against the Rams, who need the game, so uh, more of a coin flip game. It's the Rams' favorite in that game. So the uh, Saints, it's a two-team parlay for them to make the playoffs, basically. Right. Um. You know, you're looking at thirteen to five to get the Saints.
0: There you go. So, so you know what? I I would like to see him get in, just because I think that Sean Payton has worked his butt off. With everything he's had to de- deal with this year, because I mean, when you don't have a quarterback and you're still in the in the race, that's pretty darn good, don't you think?
1: You well, know, you lose a Hall of Fame quarterback. Well, yeah, uh, we that too. What to the Patriots last year when they lost their Hall of Famer, you know, they they fell apart completely. It was COVID. And there was a lot of defensive players that opted out, but right. The Saints had their struggles this year too. I I thought the Saints when I first rated them out back in June. They were gonna be my my dark horse to win it all. And I thought Jameis Winston was gonna be a great fit, and he really was. They played well with Jameis. Right. And he continued to get better, but when he got hurt and was out for the year, you know, that really that really hurt this organization. Mike Thomas not playing all year hurt. Oh yeah. Uh, they lost David Automato early in the year. And they've had a lot of they've had a lot of injuries, but Sean Payton's held this team together.
0: All right. So you know this is Big Ten Country where I'm at, and I love to give all my listeners trouble about because I'm an SEC guy, SEC is in the championship uh, coming up Monday. Uh, Georgia and Alabama. Very quickly, Kenny. What what do you see happening in this game?
1: It's going to be a war. Uh, this is going to be a great game. You know, we're getting a rematch. Of a game about a month ago uh, that was a complete blowout. Uh, It wasn't early on. Georgia had a ten nothing lead in that game. Let's not forget that. Right. And then Alabama's offense just went crazy. Um, And I think it was a game that was a a lot. There was a motivation scale was definitely tilted. Alabama. Georgia knew they were in the college football playoff, win or lose. Alabama knew they had to win. And uh, they did. They got out in the lead, and that you know, that at the end, that momentum was just all Alabama's way. I Georgia bounced back very nicely against Michigan. They looked very dominating. I think these two teams are pretty similar. Uh, I think these two teams are very evenly matched, and I think it's going to be a great championship game.
0: Yeah, uh, I, you know, Bryce Young's got to play better. I didn't like the way he played against Cincinnati.
1: Well, he's gonna be a major key. He's had a tremendous year looking at his touchdown interception ratio. So how about the conference records so of Big Ten went six and four in the bowl games and the SEC just five and six?
0: But in head to head matchups. I know, but in head to head matchups, um, I believe the SEC came out on top. <laughs> I believe. I, I may yeah, be wrong. May,
1: well they may have because they had the uh, the Georgia Michigan matchup. I can't remember the other
0: ones. Uh, Yeah, we had uh, Kentucky and Arkansas beating Big Ten teams. Can you believe that? All right, we are the Sports Nuts brought to you by Michelson's Auto Body in Bartelzo, Illinois. Complete collision repair center. Best customer service around. Great people. I'm telling you right now. I talked to Wyatt on the phone the other day. He's excited about what's going to happen in 2022. Give him a call at 618-765-2115 or go to michaelsonsautobody.net. We've talked a lot of football today between the podcast and uh, and the show here. We're going to shift, Kenny. We're going to talk about hockey. A little winter classic. We're in St. Louis Blues country and what a performance by Jordan Kyrou, set the record for most points ever in a Winter Classic game, and and that's in 9 to 10 degrees below zero temperature with a puck that was bouncing all over the place. I thought it was just an amazing performance. Might have been his coming out party, Kenny.
1: What a great game it was. Uh, the Outdoor Classics are so much fun to watch. and. That one was just fast and furious. I think that might have been the highest scoring out outdoor classic ever. It's usually a game we like to bet under because the ice usually isn't that fast. Uh, but that, that ice was lightning quick, and that was really fun to watch. It was great for hockey. I, the one thing about it, Michigan, Michigan, Minnesota hadn't played, I believe it was almost three weeks. That was a really tough spot for them. Uh, St. Louis definitely had a big advantage there that they had already played uh, a game in between that time.
0: Did you see how the Blues came off the bus? They were all nice wearing man. their beach outfits. <laughs> oh,
1: nice!
0: Yes, <laughs> uh, there was one guy that came off without a shirt. They had shirts unbuttoned. They were wearing flip flops. They said, "We're not intimidated by this weather at all." And you know what? Oh, that's awesome. They didn't. They didn't act like it. But Jordan Cairo he's got some skills that if you put it with the Barubi system could be a very, very dangerous team, Kenny.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like their team. I think they're in a really good shape to have a very good run in the playoffs. It's going be I think it's going to be a great NHL playoffs this year because there are really a lot of talented teams. There's a lot of goaltenders that are having super seasons for their team and really carrying their teams and I think they can continue on the way they've been playing.
0: Yes, yes. Well, you know, The the Blues got to do a few things, you know. Even with the Tarasenko situation, is the way it happened uh, with the you know the trade demand. Um, He's leading the team in points, and he's a leader on the team. They got four Russians on the team. I think Vladdy wants to stay. That's great news for the Blues. All right, college basketball top twenty-five. When we look at the top ten, we got Baylor, Duke, Purdue, Gonzaga, UCLA, Kansas, USC, Arizona. Auburn in Michigan State Anything in this Surprise you at all In that top 10 or is it Pretty uh, in line with uh, The power ratings
1: Well I'll let you I'll give you my power ratings uh, We're at the top 10 Gonzaga uh, Number 1, Baylor number 2 Kansas at 3 right now Duke 4, uh, Illinois And Arizona that are actually all tied Duke, Illinois and Arizona are all tied for 4 Villanova, Kentucky, Purdue, and UCLA. Uh, And actually, I got two more teams tied for 10th Ohio State and Auburn. Um, So I think the one team I know I didn't name was Michigan State. I've got them tied for 21st in the country right now. So I think it might be just a little overrated.
0: Right, right. Okay. So uh, very quickly, and we got probably a minute left here. Illinois. Nat in the top 25 as we talk right now, but very high in your power ratings. And we Illinois fans here think that we've got we we think that we're actually uh, not getting any respect out there. Is that true?
1: Well, yeah, if you're not in the top twenty-five. I'm, <laughs> this is a really yeah, this is a really good Illinois team, and They got they have they have three or four NBA players on this roster, uh, Kofi Cockburn and. Uh, Alonzo uh, Alonzo Plummer's guy I'm thinking of. Is, uh, I think another guy that's got a great chance. Trent Frazier has been a great uh, player for them. But the one, the main guys, uh, their point guard Andre Corbello, brings so much energy to the court. He's only played four games this year, right? And they're going to need him back. And once he gets back at full strength, uh, this is a really good team. Yeah, they they lost to Marquette by one. They got blown out by Cincinnati, but. They lost at home to Arizona by four points, and Arizona has been, you know, a top 10 team. But those were all without Cabello. So when he gets back, uh, and I know it's supposed to be soon, uh, the Illini will be back at full strength. Uh, They will be a very fun, fun team to watch. It's a good team.
0: There. There you go, folks. You heard it. Fighting Illini. All right, we'll be back. I got Mike right around the corner here on 97.5 The Rocks. Stick around.